0: Come on. Welcome to Lifeblood. This is George G, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, the strong and powerful Adora WinQuest. Adora, are you ready to do this?
1: I sure am, George.
0: All right, let's 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 go. Dora is a world-renowned alchemist. She's working to awaken and evolve consciousness. She's the co-author of Detox, Nourish, Activate, Planted Vibrational Medicine for Energy, Mood, and Love. Excited to have you on. Dora, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do.
1: Mm, okay, well, wonderful. Thank you so much, George. Um, I would say that the focus of my work is connecting with the natural world and ancient traditions philosophies and alchemical interventions to cure a modern day desire to reconnect with ourselves with each other and with nature and so working with essential oils working with crystals working with vibration has been a passion of mine uh, for over 20 years in professional practice, but I think it was seated at a very young age, and I spent much of my time in the woods, or in the water, or collecting stones, or collecting crayfish, or even worms for a period of time. Sure. I know it's a little bit peculiar, uh, but nature is where I always felt most connected, um, secure, comforted, and alive. And I think that there's something so potent in that that uh, we are all in particular right now finding an inner calling for reconnection and the remedies of the natural world provide that in an incredibly vast and versatile way. Um, So I would say that for my personal life, I have two small children, two young daughters, Lily and Violet, two flowers or two gems. I have a a wonderful uh, partner and ally in not just um, life and in family, but also in uh, creation. We have a different creative project outside of the Adora Winquist uh, platform, and you know, in in terms of my passion, I deeply love creating things, creating these formulas, which I've been doing for over 20 years, these beautiful blends to heal, to awaken, to evolve um the consciousness of humanity and and in ways that are i think not only empowering but also accessible for people and so along that journey um the creation of or the authoring of my book that just came out in July uh, has really been something that has been calling within me to come forward. And so in the writing of that, I went through 20 years of journals of formulas that I've created and working with clients and working with the plants and the crystals and the energy consciousness and things like sacred geometry and meditation. And of course, my own healing journey. And I think that so many of us that find our true calling, our passion, or what I like to call our soul purpose, uh, because I believe that our soul work truly is our soul work. And when we can embody that and align with that, our life lines up in this incredibly synchronistic and vibrant and abundant and harmonious and delightful way. Um so, you know, in the the writing of the book, I was able to go through all of these um, time periods of my past, and it was really powerful to see how much I've shifted. Because I think that we all, uh, we're all, we all tend to be overcritical of ourselves and impatient, and myself in particular with that. And when we have a desire, something that we want to create in life. Um, we often don't acknowledge how far we've come. And I like to call that the -the over-the-shoulder moment where we can really be mindful, connect with ourselves and look back at our life's journey and know that every step we've taken has brought us directly, perfectly, in an imperfect way here and now. And when we can see how far we've come, it's incredibly empowering to be able to create the next steps of healing and empowerment and connection in our lives. So I would say that that's a circuitous <laughs> snippet of my journey and my work um, as well as my personal life.
0: Nice. I love it. You mentioned accessible. How do you think about that? Can you tell me a little bit more about that?
1: hmm I think that right now especially through the past year and a half we've had to ask ourselves some really profound questions who am i why am i here am i living my best life am i healthy am i happy and if these questions provide answers when of course they do they they also provide us with direction And when we can make connection with the natural world and the remedies from an essential oil perspective, which of course is my great passion and specialty, um, working with crystals, of course, to working with aspects of nutrition, of meditation, and we can do it in a way that is accessible and practical, it doesn't have to be overwhelming. Right. And I think right now, in particular, as we're looking at so many changes and shifts in the world, we're called to a deeper sense of self-responsibility and self-reliability for our own health and well-being and accessibility and practicality, even when we're talking about perhaps alternative medicine or new age philosophy or metaphysics or psychodynamics. These two aspects of accessibility and practicality are imperative for us to be able to take sometimes the first step, sometimes the second step and the habitual steps on what I like to call that stepping stone pathway of personal transformation and personal growth. Because we all know that human nature, if, if we say, okay, I want to make these changes in my life, I wanna be more successful in my career. I wanna have uh, more intimacy in my relationship. I wanna have more energy and vitality or better sleep. And we put forth this incredible um, list of either requirements, practices, supplements, what have you. Um, if it's overwhelming, what do we do? Nothing. Over- yeah, we do nothing. So accessibility and practicality are imperative for those first steps, which seem like um, tiny footsteps, but they can lead up to a quantum leap in terms of a shift, an awakening, garnering new levels of awareness of who we are, why we're here, and how we can live in a more harmonious, benevolent facet of life.
0: Nice. Yeah, I think that there's and this is my, my, my myself included. Certainly, human beings, we we do have a tendency to say, "Okay, I'm going to do this, this, and this, and this, and this, and uh, I'm going to find new information about it. I'm going to get it, and then I, I for for a variety of reasons, like we've been talking about, then it just doesn't happen. So it needs to be it needs to be sustainable. It's just got to fit in in into my life. And that first step of actually taking action on it and starting to implement it is such a massive one. Um. People come to you, I, I imagine it's, and, and for for me, I'm interested in being healthy. I, 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 I want the vitality and the energy and everything that you just described that I imagine that, that that's pretty common. And I'm also terrified of all the plastics that I've been reading about, how there's just plastic and everything, and I'm essentially now made of plastic, and it's going to kill me. So w- what what are some of the starting points to that, that that you're helping people with?
1: Well, again, I think we have to come... First step back to accessibility, practicality, are you breathing deeply? Hmm. This is such a profound um, and sometimes revelation for people that deep breaths are a way to feel grounded, to energize the body or calm the body. And so often we, you know, mental health right now globally is um, at the forefront of our consciousness right? Anxiety, depression, overwhelm, uh, these we see so often and experience so often, myself included. But when we are practicing deep breathing, um, anxiety cannot be present in the body when we're able to take those deep breaths from the lower belly. So that's one. Having clean water that you take is so imperative to cellular health, and which is the health of our entire physiology, Um, nutrition that is healthy, that is clean, organics. Um, Again, this is such a a primary importance because this is what feeds our cellular level. And our cellular health we know is directly correlated to our emotional health, our mental health. Um, And then taking it a step further, connecting with nature again very simple practices going out even when it's you know it's starting to get cool here in Asheville, but being able to get the sunlight even as it diminishes this time of year is so important for our vitamin d levels our emotional health our vitality Um, so these are simple steps and what i like to refer to is that that stepping stone path Each step that we take that allows us to garner a greater sense of well being feeling good feeling good is really so underrated and I don't mean feeling good if you know it's an immediate um, uh, pleasure, I mean feeling good from a very healthy perspective. And when we're taking care of our body and we're taking care of our emotions and we're practicing self um, forgiveness, self acceptance, kindness, self love. Again, these are also steps on that pathway of higher evolution, higher health, higher experiences of life alignment, flow and synchronicity. And of course from my perspective as a healer and and aromatherapist I'm incredibly passionate about uh, using essential oils and when I say essential oils I mean the pure essential oils that come directly from the plants to uh, via inhalation to modulate our emotional resilience and this is a real profound um, intervention that we have Uh, all around the world because the oils do come from um, global farms, right? And so when you have a pure essential oil that you can pick up and that you can inhale, right? And different essential oils, and, you know, we'll talk about right essential oil, right context, if we don't have time for that, there's tons of information on my website. However, to make the point that using the essential oil via inhalation because of the proximity of the nose to the brain and the power of the limbic system and amygdala that regulates so much of our physiology, we can literally lift and shift our mood in the moment, right? So think about that in moments when we're anxious, we're overwhelmed, feeling down, feeling disconnected feeling a sense of uncertainty. And these are feelings and emotional experiences that we have not only every day, but in you know a range of a moment, we can experience all of those emotional responses. And so when you're inhaling the essential oil, you're able to not only transform your feeling and mood in the moment, but the more that you use them, the more that you can shift the trajectory of your emotional response right? So as a response to stress, um, to PTSD, to um, just the general feeling of disempowerment that so many people are experiencing, not just now, but um, through lifetimes of adversity, right? That we experience challenges throughout our life. This is a way that we can um, further Align those stepping stones and, you know, think of it, the the better that we feel in each moment and we're able to build on those moments, the more it becomes a bridge to allow for the highest expression of who we are to surface in the world, right? In terms of our relationship with ourselves, how we care for ourselves, how we love ourselves, and then how we engage with everyone in the world around us, whether it's our family, our uh, co-workers, our colleagues, our community, and the world at large.
0: I love it. So we can use essential oils when I am feeling anxious or stressed and I recognize that 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 I'm 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 getting that that that, that triggered response from something I I I can use an essential oil as an intervention at that time. Yeah.
1: Yes. And then the more that you use it the more you're able to retrain your neural pathways and create this momentum for greater emotional resilience, healthier emotional response.
0: Nice. Okay.
1: And the super interesting thing, too, is that essential oils, because of their lipid nature, the fact that they're fat-soluble, the molecular size, they are able to pass through the blood-brain barrier and offer the full gamut of their phytonutrients, not only to our brain, but to our blood, and then therefore our entire physiology.
0: Fascinating. I'd never even thought or considered that, that so I'm breathing it in through my nose, and that's going right into my brain. It's the actual molecules of, of, yeah. of, of the oil.
1: Yeah, which are filled with chemical constituents. You know, an essential oil can have over 100 chemical components. Rose oil, in particular, has about 300 um, so they are rich biochemically, and they are also rich uh, vibrationally because they are the quintessence of the plant, the vital life force, the energy, the consciousness.
0: So super important that the oil that I'm using is not made in some kind of a lab.
1: Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because it, you know it's it's interesting and not often discussed that if you don't know the point of origination for the oil where it's grown or distilled, think of all of the points that it traverses before it becomes a product at your health food store or boutique, um, or whatever your um your vendor vendor is. And so, you know, the art of adulteration is a multi-million dollar business. It is a science on its own because there's only so much plant material grown every year. And because of that, distilled.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So how do I... Obviously, I can come to your website and, and, and find the products there. Uh, how, 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 how else do I know that the product that I'm looking at is, in fact, good?
1: Mm-hmm. So this is a great question. Um, so, A, the best way to do that is to start to build a relationship with the plant, with the essential oil, to create your own lexicon of purity, Right. And then we're we're working with our organoleptic senses of sight, of smell, of touch, um, and sometimes of, of taste. Right. To be able to determine what's quality. But in the beginning, it's it's a part of the exploration and the education. When I started over 20 years ago, um, I had really no idea. I thought every company that said their oil was pure and that it was pure and natural and so it's a it is a, a time of study now there are some baseline parameters that you can look at um but a knowing your supplier is key but seeing you know does the essential oil have the common name and the latin name the par- par- Part of the plant still the country of origin, the method of distillation. These are all some basic requirements. Is it um, in a darker bottle? Because if it's just packaged in clear glass, that's a that's a huge red flag. Right. Because essential oils uh, do break down with the sunlight. Um, But ultimately, it's um, you can spend a lifetime exploring different essential oil companies. Um, or you can go to someone that you know, that you trust, or that's done the work, put the time in, and the finances, right? Because the exploration of all of those oils is very costly. Um, There are some oils, like this happens to be a seaweed absolute that I've just a door right now because seaweed is so rich in uh, so many nutrients um, but a, you know a bottle of rose oil like this is easily over a hundred dollars if it's pure
0: hmm. for somebody just let's just use me for an example what what, what would be is is there a, a gateway oil or the great uh, starting mm-hmm. point
1: I love that question. Is there a gateway oil? Um, I would say first, instead of saying, is there a gateway oil? I would say what emotional response is a core um, go-to of your patterning, right? And so so then you're really looking to address your unique needs and your unique ph- physiology. Uh, because ultimately true aromatherapy is creating something that would address on an individual specific basics from a holistic perspective. So if if you were going to say to me, um, I tend to be a little more anxious, I might say Patchouli oil is an incredible oil that helps us connect with the earth, with our bodies. Uh, wonderful for addressing mild levels of anxiety. They've got some done some research on that um, in particular, but it's one of my favorite oils because it's like, it reminds me of being in the forest. And I, I always say that those that think that patchouli is... Um, Uh, remnant of the 1960s hippie era, (laughs) then you probably haven't smelled true patchouli, um, because it is just an incredible essential oil, and it's it's very, very full, very rich. Um, If you said to me, Adora, you know, I tend to feel down, maybe especially during the winter, uh, I would say uh, try some blood orange essential oil because it's uh, it's that oil of joie de vie. It's incredibly uplifting and full and um, just delightful. Um, if you said to me, I sometimes don't sleep really well or I have... Challenges around relaxation. Of course, lavender is many people's gateway essential oil, but even the lav- a lot of the lavender that's on the market is either a hybrid um, or um, adulterated to some degree as well.
0: Got it. I love it. Okay, perfect. Well, Adore, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you and? How can they connect? Where 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 can they get a copy of the book, Detox, Nourish, Nourish and Activate, and where can they get the oil?
1: Well, thank you, George. It's been such a pleasure being on the program chatting today. Um, you can visit adorawinquist.com, my website, where you can buy a signed copy of the book from there. You can buy the full range of either our curated essential oils or the products that I've created. Um, you can also find out about our events every week. I lead a complimentary meditation. It's every Thursday all this, this week with the holiday, it'll be tomorrow, a wonderful way that we work with an essential oil and a crystal in each guided meditation that I offer. Uh, you can also, if you like meditating, our YouTube channel at Adora Winquist has a whole library of complimentary meditations, our Instagram at Adora Winquist, um, has wonderful tips and inspiration and alchemical interventions. And we write every week about crystals, essential oils of the week, visualization. So it's uh, some great tips for empowerment there. And you can also purchase the book at amazon.com, Barnes and Noble, if you're in Europe, uh, through my publisher, aeonbooks.co.uk. Um, and I think there's probably many other locations too, uh, depending on where you are in the world, both physically and online.
0: Wonderful. Well, if you enjoyed this much as I did, show Adora your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to adorawinquist.com. That's A-D-O-R-A-W-I-N-Q-U-I-S-T.com. Follow their YouTube channel um, and Instagram and You can find on the website the information for the weekly guided meditation as well. So I'll list all those in the notes of the show. Thanks again, Thanks, George.
1: Have a wonderful holiday season. You
0: as well. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight as we are all in this together.